Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal We welcome you to this interview segment of our spiritual breakfast. As an introduction, you know Jeffrey Epstein was a controversial American socialite, a financier billionaire. Now, to uncover the mystery and the huge impact, Epstein had to adopt the American way of life and international affairs. We're going to chat with Brother Yusuf Mali, a herbalist, a journalist, and also a talk show host. Let's welcome our Brother Yusuf Mali. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, bikulli hal. How are you doing, my brother? How are you doing today? Alhamdulillah. Well, it's good to have you first time on this segment. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, on this beautiful day in Cape Town, the sun is out, it's windy, but we say Alhamdulillah for all the blessings and bounty Allah bless us with, um, good health, and uh, we say Inshallah, let's make a difference in the world, and that's what we can do Inshallah. Inshallah. We see you've got a nice, interesting uh, CV, herbalist, journalist, and mashallah, talk show host. Our first question to you, Brother Yusuf Mali, who is this Jeffrey Epstein that everyone is talking about? Well, subhanAllah, Jeffrey Epstein was born in January the 20, uh, 20th, 1953. He was... Uh, um, uh, 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 American, American born, but uh, his uh, ties with uh, uh, various Middle Eastern countries and that's also with uh, Eurasian countries. That's from his parents that were both uh, uh, of Jewish descent. Now, he was a billionaire fin- financier, as we know, but he was also a known sex offender. He owned his own private islands. At uh, the time of his death, he owned his own private islands and he had many properties throughout the United States and in Europe. He owned helicopters to two private jets. He lived the high life. And since 1980s, he had many, many celebrities on his Rolodex. And that Rolodex is the point of contention. That is what everybody is concerned about. Now, if you look at Jeffrey Epstein, he was a mathematical prodigy genius. Uh, he was a college dropout, but he was an excellent mathematician. Uh, but uh, he understood numbers better when he started working for Bernstein's Bank and in various roles, and that was in the 1970s. And before starting his own firm, Epstein developed an elite social circle and produced many women and children whom he had associates sexually abused. Mm. He grew his portfolio in leaps and bounds under this curatorship. He, uh, he established several financial companies to assist clients to retrieve the embezzled money or reduce their taxes up to 90%. He was a financial genius. He knew how to manipulate numbers and make a huge amount of money so in just in four years, uh, that's in 1980, he became a limited partner of Bernstein's bank and he abruptly left the bank and started his own, founded his own international intercontinental asset group, which assisted clients in recovering stolen money from fraudulent brokers and lawyers. Epstein described his work as at that time as being a high-level bounty hunter. But he was more than just a bounty hunter. He was a blackmailer as well. Uh, yes, this is quite interesting. I'm seeing that you've, your research is quite deep about this. So how did he make his billions then? 
Well, uh, his billions were from uh, uh, looking at, uh, uh, he became a tycoon in his financial uh, empire, uh, embezzling money and using money from various different uh, benefactors, those who were from various different persuasions. He was literally uh, a fictional character, uh, many believed in a make-believe world of billionaires, but he used uh, that uh, connection and uh, as a method of luring the people into his honey trap, and that he made a blackmail uh, uh, prominent figures, uh, uh, talking not only about uh, socialites, uh, celebrities, but even politicians. And uh, that's where the sex trafficking uh, of underage girls became a, uh, uh, a sort of contention. And in 2005, police in Palm Beach, Florida, began investigation of Epstein after parents reported that he had sexually abused a 14-year-old daughter. Now, federal officers right, have uh, found out and identified 36 girls some under the age of 14, whom Epstein, uh, Epstein had allegedly sexually abused. Now, uh, when you go further, it's more than the 36 that came out. There was more than hundreds up to, they said, it's almost a thousand girls that he had sexually abused or have uh, trapped in this honey trap of blackmailing of getting people um, involved in this. So uh, there is a various... Um, Exposés. There's also documentaries about it, and I encourage people to look at how sinister and how evil this person was. And there is a lot of uh, connection to the Middle East and uh, uh, most especially Israel. So we'll, we'll talk to that about on your next question. Okay. So you you have mentioned about the sex trafficking, and but who were some of the well-known celebrities implicated in this? Well, um, there was quite, a, uh, there's over 150 now, but from the uh, allegations, uh, Epstein uh, was, um, you had like, for example, uh, the uh, from Dersh, Alan Dershowitz uh, in the honeypot was also Prince Andrew, uh, Alan DaCosta, Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Michael Jackson, even the New Mexico governor, Bill Richardson. That's only but to name a few. There is so many, as I said, over 150. Now, this was unsealed papers that ran uh, to almost 950 pages of listed various people trapped in this honeypot. So there's 950 pages of investigation that has gone into this uh, uncovering who is Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein and what is his connection to the world and what difference did he make. And uh, uh, it's really interesting, uh, Brother Zayn. Yes, and why was there so much of uh, conspiracies surrounding his suicide? Well, um, there's a lot of talk around it because there's the thought of how could he, uh, uh, why would he kill himself or why would he commit suicide um, uh, before his trial date? And he knew he was going to win. Uh, why would he do something like that? It, uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and even the coroner, um, initially they said it was uh, by hanging, it was suicide by hanging. Uh, then there was further investigation and a new coroner came about and they said, no, but there is three bones that broke in his high court that is difficult to break with that kind of fall. Not the way he was uh, laying uh, in, in that position. It's, it's impossible. He, and he had other fractures uh, in his body, uh, in his tibia and in his uh, leg that they said, no, um, uh, it doesn't uh, conform to suicide. He was tortured and he was killed. 
And that is what is believed. And uh, uh, even going further, there was the international of uh, where his um, uh, um, uh, father, or should I say, uh, not his father, but uh, the person who fathered him into the financial uh, international world, uh, that uh, Robert Maxwell died in similar traits, and they said 30 years later, yeah, Epstein dies in a similar method of either they call suicide or accidental death. Uh, Maxwell died in an uh, accidental freak accident of falling off from his yacht. So uh, uh, when you're investigating further, who are, who are they connected with? How are they connected? That becomes very interesting. Zayn? Yes, I see this is really getting intense and interesting too. But we just want to go because our time is limited, so we'll have to just divert now and move to the ICJ. As many people want to hear your comments on the ICJ hearing that took place on the 11th and the 12th of January. South Africa was led by, uh, that was Hassam, the, the lawyer Hassam, and she took apartheid Israel to court on the suspicion of genocide. Western superpowers also have taken the side of the oppressor claiming the charge of genocide is total nonsense. We're finding this on all the reports. If you go to the Jewish websites like Ynet, you'll think that they are on truth, but total lies. So that is why the world is getting indoctrinated, even though it's getting lower and lower the numbers that are supporting this genocide. But they are, it's increasingly, this morning we also heard, Ireland has abandoned Joe Biden, and they said, don't expect, don't attach Ireland with us. So, Brother Yusuf, what's your thoughts around South Africa's presentation, and is there merit in the application? Well, subhanAllah, let me just stand up with the hands of applause and say, well done, South Africa, well done. And that's uh, to the team, that is to Adila, to um, uh, Professor John Duganat, uh, Max Dupree, and uh, Tembeka, all of them, they were awesome. Literally, they hit the nail on, uh, on the head and they hit the ball out of the park. And they have done excellent. Um, these, you, you cannot um, falter them on anything. They, they were very uh, meticulous in the operation. They provided an 84-page document, which is well-documented, of every aspect of why they call it genocide. Everything that confirms it is genocide. There is no two ways about it. The, uh, uh, if, uh, the judges are influenced in a different manner and different way, which I presume that it, uh, that is going to go that route, where we're not going to uh, get that opportunity of uh, 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 confirming that it's genocide. But uh, my heart and my du'as and everything is there because well done, South Africa. You have made not only our country proud, but the world proud. And alhamdulillah, oh, uh, shukr for all those nations standing up with South Africa from Bolivia right up to Venezuela. Uh, everyone standing up and saying, yes, we support South Africa. We've read your document and we support you. We understand what you are saying and we know what you are saying. It is true. It is fact. It is the, it, it's what is happening. And uh, when you go to the ICJ um, uh, hearing, literally uh, you can hear there is um, the temperament, as I said, meticulous. They weren't there to come and showboat. They didn't there uh, provide various different videos and uh, run on a rampage of uh, this is uh, running from this side to that side. No, they were meticulous. They didn't say, no, we're not. Uh, uh, Hamash is in a state. 
Israel is a state. Uh, Hamas isn't a part of the um, international convention. Um, uh, Israel is. Israel is part of the United Nations, and we have a problem the way you are acting and what you are doing to the Palestinian people in the name of looking and fighting Hamas. This is a completely contradictory, and you are wrong. And uh, now you have the Western powers coming out and saying, no, 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 this is nonsense. We don't see anything that um, Israel is doing is anything wrong. They are right in what they're doing. Subhanallah. Allah's watching you. Just remember, you whatever wrong, they, they call that karma. Whatever wrong you do, it comes back to you. And we can see it slowly coming back to Joe Biden and the various others because they are hurting in the polls at the moment. We can see the, the, uh, the population of America standing up because they're finally finding the truth and understanding the truth. And that's why conscientizing and letting people know the truth, letting people hear the truth until... The Alhamdulillah, the truth is revealed and the truth must be free. Uh, Brother Zaid? Yes, I've heard also, um, I heard a bit, or I read a bit also, in fact, about the Mbeka's, his presentation, few facts of his, and I'll just share one or two, which he stated. He went back to 1948, and it was one of the army leaders, and they said, wipe out all the homes. If your neighbor is Arab, wipe them out. And he considered and called them, called our Palestinians animals. And this is nothing new. This The legacy of them calling us legacies can be good or bad. It's continuing, and you've seen how many people, how many of theirs have called our people animals. Yesterday I also read this article someone put together, and it just shows all the people who called us animals, our, us meaning our people, our Palestinians, and they said wipe them out. This was in so many things you could see. And the Ynet News has also recorded this. It was Itimar Ben-Gwe, where he made so many statements, and he said that the only thing that should be sent into Gaza is hundreds of tons of explosives from the Air Force, not a single gram of humanitarian aid. This all backs up the South African case to say that this is a genocide. Others have said this was Hassan Alien, who had made the statement there will be no electricity, no water, there will only be destruction. And he says, you wanted hell, you will get hell. And the Israeli Knesset member, Marav Ben-Ari, she said, the children in Gaza brought it upon themselves. Others, you speak to Daniel, who was it? It was Dan Gilliman, who said, our Palestinians are inhuman, inhuman animals. That was his words. So all these statements, it continues. Dembeka's, um, his, his presentation also, it was good to see because if you look at the response of these total terrorists, they only go back to the 7th of October. Why don't they go back to 1948? Why don't they go back before that, when Theodor Hutzel, he started off the Zionist movement? And coming down all of these massacres, they ignored that. So I was pleased to see this was also presented. But in your opinion, and from your side, whose presentation hit home the fact that there is a genocide in Gaza? Well, also, that uh, we just mentioned Tambeka, uh, but Adila for me was even more important for me because she uh, she brought down the humanity of it and she connected our humanity to it. Uh, Tambeka uh, uh, he brought down um, uh, that was his duty 
to show uh, the relationship between uh, what is said, uh, what is the intention, what they wanted to do, what they have done, and what they are doing. That was Tembeka. Well done. As I said, all of them, uh, from Max uh, right up to uh, uh, um, uh, 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 Mr. Dupree, all of them, they were really, they were, they did, they did justice to what they had to do. And, uh, but Adila stood out because she's the one that brought them all together. She's the one that said, okay, we are, we going to make a difference. And uh, I said, well done, alhamdulillah, may Allah bless her with many more years with us, inshallah, I mean, and keep up the good work that she's doing. Uh, she is doing excellent work in South Africa and uh, 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 the various, um, uh, projects that she, she is doing regarding human rights as a human rights activist. So may Allah reward her abundantly, inshallah, for what she's doing. Uh, Brother Zayed? What's your thoughts around Israel rebuttal? Well, <laughs> I don't know. That's not even a rebuttal because uh, 137 times they mentioned Hamas. And as Africa said, we're not talking about Hamas because Hamas isn't a state. You are mentioning Hamas. Hamas is not in the West Bank, uh, but you're mentioning Hamas. You're mentioning Hamas was only now recently, since the 1980s, but you have established in 1948. But you mentioned Hamas. What you are doing, you are bombing uh, uh, innocent civilians, but you're saying you're killing Hamas. You're mentioning that you have, uh, uh, and, 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 and all they could just mention was Hamas. And what they also tried to do was try to, to talk about the method of um, the validity of the claim, um, or should I say the institution of this uh, proceedings, uh, the method of uh, was incorrect, where um, uh, they were given uh, the file on the the 23rd, they couldn't respond. They tried to respond on the 28th. They were told they cannot respond on the, 29th, uh, the 28th because they have to wait till the, the new year. But on the 29th, they have instituted this uh, um, this claim uh, with the ICJ against um, uh, Israel for, for genocide. So um, they feel that uh, this is dubious and they feel that uh, line and the chain of uh, uh, method of Proceedings is wrong, and they, for that reason, they care. They, they want it out. They, it needs to first be settled out of court before it gets into court. That is what they are saying. But literally, South Africa said we have done everything we, we could. Even went to the ICC, uh, even approached them, but they felt no, that approach was wrong. The, uh, South Africa even kicked out the, the Israeli ambassador to South Africa um, uh, and told them they're not allowed. Um, they felt that, that that still isn't enough. That if you had if you had a problem with me, speak to me. You had to do that, and that is the one point which uh, is the only point that really um, has validity compared to everything else they spoke about. They spoke about uh, what happened on uh, the, uh, October the 7th. Would you allow this? But uh, even that is still under contention because no private investigation is allowed to go and uncover what happened on the 7th of October. Only IDF is allowed to investigate. So now you're having that uh, great contention, that hang of contention, that, okay, don't you trust the IDF's um, uh, ruling or investigation? Well, we don't, because literally we're still looking for that list. You know that uh, calendar list that they're putting out there that is Hamas list? That they, we 
we're still waiting for that, waiting for the truth. We're waiting for, we're still looking for that bunker that they're talking about that's under Al-Shifa. Uh, we, we're looking for all those things that they have investigated and found true that there is tunnels um, uh, or, should I say, um, headquarters under hospitals, under mosques, un, uh, under churches, as they claim. And literally nothing, they're falling short, constantly falling short. But you must believe in what they are saying, what happened on the 7th of October. There's so much of information that's coming out now, what happened, really happened on the 7th of October, and nothing to what they confirmed their validity to their claim, everything contradicting that it was self-inflicted under the Hercules uh, Directive. There is various different understanding, but if we look at the way they are treating the Palestinians and how they're going about and what they are doing, it mimics that what the Nazis have done in concentration camps in um, Auschwitz and various parts of Germany, uh, what the, um, the Nazis have been doing. So if you look at these individuals, these are the same uh, individuals that have the same mindsets as the Nazis. There's no difference. So I don't uh, uh, look at them and say that they are Jewish. No, they're not Jewish. They are Zionists. And that Zionist ideology, as you mentioned from Theodor de Herzog, is uh, uh, the ideology that was, uh, um, how can I say, highlighted during the Nazi regime of Aryan race, of Aryan supremacy. We are, we are white, blue eye, blonde hair. We are superior. We are superior race and uh, Aryan race. And that's the same mindset that they have today. They look at uh, the Palestinians as animals. They look at as an, uh, Palestinians as inhuman because we are the Aryan race. Mm-hmm. And that's where we come back to that Nazi connection that uh, the, the Zionists have. And if you look at going to further, who are the, um, the, uh, the, the Zionists that came to, uh, to Palestine? Who funded them? They were funded by Germany. It was the German um, uh, uh, coin that was uh, uh, that, that uh, established uh, Palestine. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Israel. If you look at uh, further investigation, who are the individuals? Why were they there? Why are they there? Subhanallah. The greater connection of how Nazi infiltration of Palestine is today the honeycomb, or should I say, the cocoon, which has now become uh, the blossom into the monster that we see today, mm. where they have been protected by the Western powers because they were scared to let them out into the world. So rather destroy the Middle East, rather destroy and make that your home, and we'll protect you. And this is what is happening today. We can see that happening today. And may Allah guide our Palestinian brothers and give them their freedom and give them their liberation against these occupiers, these deniers of truth, these usurpers that feel that they are the alien. No, subhanAllah. No, you're not. You are false. May Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah. I mean, it was beautiful to see also during the, when our case was presented there at the ICJ, I read reports, some said 400, some said 650 Israelis. And one was a lecturer at Tel Aviv, one of the founding lecturers of Tel Aviv, uh, Tel Aviv University. But she's a Jew, but she stands for truth. And this is like was a big smack in their face because their own Israelis, are st- apartheid Israelis, are standing against them. Just now, over the past day, the IDF withdraws security forces from the ultra-Orthodox West Bank city. 
because there were several physical and verbal altercations with the Haredi extremists in the city. Now, you know, the Haredis, they make up about 9% of, and they are the ultra-Orthodox ultra -orthodox Jews, which they refer to. So they are strict on, you could say in this case, on truth. So they are standing for the truth. So what they do, they then punish them because of this year, and they make them to see, and I'll quote for you here, it's just now on, on the J-Post, Jerusalem Post. They said the Israeli forces have been securing the settlement city since the 7th of October massacre and they are now amid the rising threat of terror emanating in the West. And they said violence by Haredi Jews. Why violence? We ask. They say no violence because they are standing up. They won't say it, but we'll say it for the truth. That is why. So, Brother Yusuf Mali, your, just your last comments. I see we just have two minutes. I think we, if you agree, we can just continue this conversation next week, Wednesday, if you are ready, inshallah. I mean, I mean, Jazakallah for the opportunity. Yes, so true, my brother. When we start uncovering the truth of what is happening in Palestine, and when you look at how evil these monsters are, where they come from, and what are, what is their uh, ideology, what is their um, uh, belief, then we see. But Israel is a cult, just like Waco was a cult, and you had uh, of uh, uh, American government having to come in and uh, get rid of the cult. This is the biggest cult in the world. If you look at Zionism, it's a massive cult. It has tentacles throughout the world, even in South Africa, even in Cape Town. And that is why you have so many people painting the Palestinian flags on their homes and also on the uh, boundary walls in protest against this uh, onslaught of the tentacles that we find, which is Zionism and Zionist uh, infiltration. So we make dua, inshallah, I mean, that the world will wake up and understand why Nelson Mandela made that point and said, only when Palestine is free, the world will be free. And we make dua, inshallah, we will see it today and not tomorrow. We will see it today and understand the wisdom of understanding. When, when true Palestine is truly free, we will be free from that Zionist uh, trap, that Zionist octopus that has consumed the world. May Allah make it easy for all of us, inshallah. I mean, That's Palestine. a good term to coin it as the Zionist octopus. Jazakumullah khairan for your time. Appreciated. Inshallah we'll meet again. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Until we chat again soon. Ma assalamu ila liqa. Amin. Respected listeners, that was Brother Yusuf Mali, herbalist, journalist, and also he does certain talk shows. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.